Welcome back to another episode of the NAFTA Podcast. This time, two-thirds of the crew in the building. Dylan heading out to the West Coast. Some say the best coast, not me because I'm an East Coaster um, for the week. So we'll be out for this episode, which is perfect timing because the Tucker Family Derby happened this week. And we would have loved to get any type of Tucker Family insight, And that's just not happening. But as always... I'm joined with the newest member of the renting population here in the United States, my own brother, Michael Whitaker, down in Atlanta. Michael, big week for you, man. Big week. Hey, I'm not in a childhood bedroom. I'm not in there you go. an uncle's basement. There uh, you go. I'm not in, like, a, co- a college dorm. 20, You're a real boy. 26 years. I'm finally on my own. It's pretty, what, a, what a day. It's pretty, what a glorious day. Pretty big time. What'd you do? What did you do the first couple of days um, you had your independence? Um, and, and keep in mind that this podcast has some mothers listening to it. So I, I did nothing. I just, I just basked in the glory of being by myself. <laughs> Sometimes the beauty of existence is the only beauty that you need in this world. I'm so happy for I you. I just got up, I'm, I'm, got out of bed, walked around, and, and was just like, I don't have any responsibilities. Um, Nothing to do. Yeah, it was great. I didn't have internet though. That was probably part of it too. That I just did nothing. So, how's the setup going? Like, if if you had to, on on a on like a hundred percentage scale, how much are you fully renovated in this, fully furnished in this new uh, apartment? Um, I need a stand for one of my TVs in my room. But apart from that, you have multiple TVs. Yes. Okay, bedroom and, and living room, I would assume. Yes, and I, I just don't have a Correct. stand for the bedroom one, so I need that. Mm. But once I once I attain that, it will be pretty much a hundred percent. Do you have a bed frame? No, <laughs> no, I don't. All right, so we thought. Still... Sorry, we thought we had a bed frame, and we didn't okay. read the box that we had. Yeah. And when we got here, it just ended up being a uh, box spring, and we were kind of running against the clock. And I didn't feel like going out and finding a bed frame, so I'm just box frame and uh, box spring and mattress. That's all I got. So, so half an adult. Once once you lift your bed from the floor, you become full adult. Well, I had a bed frame in my room at home. Does that make me a full adult? But no, because you're at home. Oh, okay. So it's like half the adult is being out on your own. The second half of the adult is making sure your bed is lifted off the ground. What's that? What's that TikTok? So, I'm a socialist. Are you? Sh- are you? Are you making fun of me because I don't have a bed frame? <laughs> I'm making fun of the poor. I'm making fun of it. no. It's not that you're poor. It's just you know you got to lift that lift the bed off the ground. That's when you can start being a respectable human being. Anyway, since we mentioned respectable human beings, it's it's a great time to talk about what we're gonna dive into this week. Obviously, running down this week's of week of games. Giving you some insights, telling you what we think, maybe giving you a vibe, maybe giving you some some bets here on the side, telling you how we think the next week actually after that is going to shake out. So we got our international break coming up. But being, as we just said, half a human being, not a full human being, kind of a degenerate, no better place to start than Man City 5, Arsenal, nil. 7th minute Gundogan, 12th minute Torres, 43rd minute Jesus, 53 minute Rodri, 
and an 84th minute goal from Torres again. All topped off with a Granite Jaka 35th minute red card. Sees Man City just obliterate way worse our, than I thought it was former, gonna be. Our former like stunning and beautiful looking uncle Mikel Arteta. Dude, what's your breakdown here? First of all, uh, the Granite don't, don't say Mikel Arteta is not good looking because he is. No, Granite Chaka's uh, red card was insane. Granite Jaka's an idiot. Yeah, he's a moron. Um, that's, I mean, everyone knew that. He gets red cards kind of like all the time. Um, Consistently. Way worse than I thought it was going to be. You know how last week when you guys played Norwich, uh, I said like the first three goals were so weird and they kind of like, it was a deflection and own goal, blah, 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 blah. These, all mm-hmm. of them were just like straight up like you just pass them to fucking death goals. Yeah, they're, they were, they were. Textbook Man City goal. I'm shocked he like hasn't how, been fired. Me, me too. I mean, it, I was hoping that we actually held on to a 4-0 win because that's what I predicted on last week's pod. Um, 5-0, obviously, I'll take it. But, like, it's I don't worse. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're, what they're waiting for, to be honest. I think they just don't have anyone waiting in the wings. Like, I don't think they have any idea who they want. Well, so... That can be... That's my only thought. Because, I, I mean, I agree. Like, I would fire him uh do you see pep like kind of backed him to like do well which is kind of hilarious after you just beat someone five and they're like oh yeah keep him in the job all good yeah wait. but well this is the thing too if you're in that scenario obviously arteta's your boy right yeah he's your boy do you call off the dogs after three no can't right no you beat them as bad Goal as you difference can beat them. is so big in this league yes. you can't do it yeah you beat them as bad as you can beat them damn um but the thing is, I, I was trying to, like, figure out why they wouldn't, like, fire him immediately. And I think it's because he has – they have so much investment in him, like, in young players and stuff like that, that if they bring somebody in to, I guess, like, steady the ship or whatever, yeah. it's just not going to – like, they don't have the guys. Like, I mean – yeah. I didn't know Aubameyang was, like, so disliked by Arsenal fans. Um, I I don't... Yeah, they hate him. They think he's terrible. Which I always thought he was pretty good, but I also don't watch Arsenal regularly. Do you think that falls on color lines, though? What do you mean? I don't... Some of the the other Arsenal fans that I've watched that are not white seem to like him. Okay. Um, I honestly... I don't know if this is true. This is... This is honestly a white man just making up a rumor right now, which I should be pretty aware of not to do. But, like, I could see white Londoners and uh, that are Arsenal fans thinking he's terrible. But I I feel like I've seen some, you know, people of color that are Arsenal fans really actually like him a lot. The, is this a new thing? I don't know. So this the, is me now. The person, I was watching a YouTube YouTube video. Um, it was the, the True yeah. Jordy thing when they, like, talk about, like, yeah, they yeah. watch the game and stuff. And the guy that said he didn't, they don't like him, was black. So I don't know. I mean, it could very well be. Those are obviously anecdotal, you know, like evidence at that point. Um, But yeah, Yeah. I guess I'm taking that person's word for it, like that they said that Arsenal fans don't like him. I'm sure there's probably a group that do. I also think if all your your players, like your senior players, are bad and like not performing very well, I feel like that's kind of the manager, right? 
I mean, if all the players are performing poorly, that's probably down to the manager. If it's like one or two, that's probably the individual, right? Yeah, like, I understand your point of, like, they have so much money invested in some of these guys that it's a project and they have to see it through because now they're just going to have to blow the project up and redo it. Maybe they bought the wrong guys. Oh, 100%. I agree. But it's it's like that, that period of time where you don't know right now, and if you blow it up now, you'll never know. And yeah. I guess what they're holding on to is the idea that they are the guys and it will work out, which I don't think it will because I don't... I think Ben White's pretty good. I think Ramsdale's better than Leno. I don't think he's like... You any, guys like almost roasted me for my love of Ben White at the beginning of the year. but No, okay. I like Ben White. Right. He played like shit against Brentford. I mean, just terrible. Yeah, true. But I, I think he's a good true, defender. True. Um, I like Saka. I, and I know that there's still some guys that haven't played yet for for Arsenal but as a Man City fan watching this game I didn't learn anything oh I didn't learn anything about I didn't learn anything about us playing a false nine being better I didn't learn anything about you know how well we're gonna do against bigger teams because I don't think Arsenal's a bigger team anymore I also didn't learn anything because I think that the game can only go one direction when you're down a man and that is you know some foreshadowing for another game we're going to talk about here later. But like I think they're, after I think they're they went down to, to that, but after they went down to 10 men, like there's nothing I could learn. You, it's you already up and you're already up 2-0 at that point. Like it's yeah. not it's not yeah. like you had a moment where uh you were maybe knocking on the door, they got went down to 10 men and then you guys scored five goals. You were already killing yeah. them. No. Yeah. So I mean they're just not um, good. They're like actually not very good. Some some shocking statistics. Fat Mob was gracious to to Arsenal and gave them twenty percent possession. I've seen everywhere else it was nineteen percent, uh, with City with eighty one. Um, twenty five total shots for City, ten of them on target. One total shot for Arsenal, none on target. Um, and the last statistic I'll leave you with before we jump into Villa Brentford. Three games into the season, yet to score a goal. Yeah, for Arsenal. they're actually they're actually bottom. Actually, they are quite literally in the basement, um, bottom of the table. Yes, that is. Uh, also, like I mean, they had a shot. Don't at some like at some point, aren't you just like forty yards out and just rip one to say you had a shot on goal? I think that's a very like we aren't very good at soccer mentality to be like. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you know, you know how it's That's like true. in basketball where it's like I'm getting killed. I might as well get mine. I don't know if it really works that way. In okay, fifty third minute though, um, you're down four nothing. Like you're not coming back. I might as, yeah. might as well at that point, right? Yeah, you might as well be tossing them towards uh, Ederson outside the eighteen all day. Yeah, okay, like, that's fine. Let me get on the board. It's like the old. Didn't we used to sit there and watch baseball games and be like, a team with seven runs and nine hits in one error actually has like seven hundred ninety one point. Like you start. Oh yeah. Like if you score in the first, if you score in the first inning and hold them in the first inning, like you automatically have more points like the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Aston Villa one, Brentford one. Uh, two teams that we really like. Um, obviously Brentford is uh, a team that we are high on this year. But a first goal by Brentford in the seventh minute by Ivan Tony is followed up with a goal by Emiliano Buendia in the 13th minute um, with no other action 
coming goal-wise for the rest of the game. 1-1 is the final, and I actually believe that Villa should be a little disappointed to not win this game. Dude, so I was watching this game, and Mm -hmm. it was 1-1, right, after 13 minutes. I picked Brentford Villa 2.5, over 2.5. Dylan picked them under 2.5. I texted Dylan yeah, at 1-1, no. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, bro, that bet looks real bad. And he's like, yeah, I'm fucked. fucked up. And then I was like, it'd be crazy if they didn't score the rest of the game. And then sure enough, like I looked back, and it said full-time 1-1. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, <laughs> unbe- like seriously, unbelievable. You know, other than those two, though, there weren't really that many like clear chances. I think Villa had another one, um, but I don't know. It, it seemed like it yeah. kind of shut down. It, and I and I said at the beginning of this that like Villa should have expected to to win, but like we're going off of XG now, which is like the new big statistic that everyone talks about. Like expected goals, uh, Brentford actually was higher at seven point uh, seven six than uh, Villa's point seven, but Villa just has better players. Like that's a game they need to win. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, Across the board, I think I think this is really good though for Brentford because, I mean, obviously they you know got another point and they're gonna hypothetically be in the relegation but they like have been basically riding the arsenal win from the very first week Mm -hmm. to like i mean Mm -hmm. they drew crystal palace which i mean i guess you know they're probably at the same level or maybe a little bit below but still i mean no i I don't think you say that i think crystal palace is a better team that's a that's a good tie any point for a team newly promoted Uh, yeah that's what i was gonna say i I mean any point they can get is good um and then, you know, Villa, I think, is a better team than them for sure. And yeah, they got a point from them absolutely. away as well. So, And I think next yeah. week they're going into another winnable, potentially winnable game. So, For sure. I mean, they're looking sure. really good. The, the Bumblebee's still flying at the NAFTA podcast um, at the very least. But one team that will not be going undefeated as much as Michael would have wanted them to. It hurts my heart. Brighton nil. Everton two, um, Damari Gray opens up the the scoring in this game in the forty first minute, and then Dominic Calvert Lewin and Richarlison have a thumb war, a arm wrestle, whatever you Dude. want to call it, in the middle of the field to score the pen in the fifty eighth minute. Everton two, Brighton nil. Dominic Calvert Lewin did not say a word look at richarlison nothing he stood there next to him and everybody else was like yo my dude give man's the ball my guy <laughs> richarlison I think that, was that, fucking pissed that obviously speaks volumes though oh um, like like i i could see this i don't know obviously richarlison that well guy's gotta be kind of a dick i think he's very again full of himself yes maybe you could look at it as him being extremely full of himself and yes you know like he is you know he should be doing everything he's the best player whatever blah 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 and i think in some cases you probably like that you probably like the confidence that he has you have to have, your scores should be doing that yeah, yeah but when when everybody is telling you hey man <laughs> give me the yeah. ball <laughs> who but, but and, to, and somebody hit it out of his hand actually like literally hit it out of his hand i, I I think it was Townsend. Yeah, I think you're right. Townsend hit it out of his hand to Calvert-Lewin, and then they pulled him away. (laughs) Booped him from behind. He was pissed, too. And I love watching, like, body language. Like, I think that's so interesting in these scenarios. 
So, like, after the goal goes in, my eyes were only trying to find where Charles uh-huh. and be like, all right, what's he going to do? He, like, didn't know if he, he should have like, celebrated. He, like, yeah. He, like, ran. He, like, was looking off constantly. He goes in the circle and, like, gives, like, an outwardly hug. People tap him on the back of the head, whatever. He was still pissed. Oh. Still so pissed. Can you imagine if he missed? Richarlison probably wouldn't have played well, the rest of the game. He probably would have just walked off. Well, that's that's what the announcers kept saying. One, they kept saying, like, obviously you know who's supposed to take the penalty yeah. before the game. Like, you, you set that up. You talk about that. And number two, they're like, you don't realize now he's adding pressure to DCL to try to, like, put this it in. It was close, too. It, oh, it, it was the right direction by the keeper, but he smoked that ball. Yeah, he, he, it was a really good pen. Like, if, yeah, it was, if it was. he was a slightly worse pen, it would have been saved. For sure, yeah. for sure. So, it, it, but it definitely, I feel like it definitely hit the side netting before. Yeah, yeah. And so it was a good pen. He sacked up, for sure. Yeah. The, the keeper, too, like, great attempt, because more, most often, when you see a pen like that, and obviously you can speak to this a little bit better because you are a keeper, but, like, most often, if you see it in slow motion, they make a commitment before the ball's kicked. He looked like he waited to the last moment and looked flat-footed. And next thing you knew, he was, like, palm to the fucking post. Yeah. And almost clipped it out. Like, it was a really good I'm, attempt. At I'm obviously not a professional keeper. You know, look at me. No. But yeah. I, I do have to question the, like, completely still flat-footed yeah. right before it, just as a former person, athlete that, like, likes sports and plays and stuff like that. I just... I, just part of me thinks you can't possibly like exert the the maximum amount of energy to get over there. Like you have to be moving or something. No, but this is Robert Sanchez and he's six six. That's like, fair. The beginning of the game, <laughs> the the beginning of the game, I was watching it and the announcers again. It's just so funny how like sometimes I'll talk about something and it comes back to be like, oh, I'm so glad they said this. They literally, I feel like, spent twenty seconds just gawking at the fact that he's one big motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, he's he's just huge. It actually, like, it actually hurt man. him. It actually hurt him for DeMar Gray School. Yeah. Because he, like, sure. he like got sure. down almost too quickly and was, like, too big to, like, adjust. Like, DeMar Gray School was crazy. It was completely out of nowhere. Yeah. But, Which was, I mean, Everton's so interesting because they'll have that game, like, against Leeds. But but you know that they have a lot of talent on the team, and it's just they're so confounding and befuddling to like who's going to show up, who's actually any good, like you know whatever. I think they also now is Mo- Moises Keane is heading back to Juventus, oh, right? Did you see this on a on a um, on a um, loan with option to and buy. is. Yeah. Okay. And James Rodriguez still injured, right? COVID nineteen. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. But is he gonna play? Cause he's pissed. I I think I don't know if he's gonna play or not. Um, I want him to. I like when they're good. Well, here's the thing, dude. I know you're a Liverpool fan, and that's tough. But no, like, I, I like, like when, when they're, they're good, good too. Cause like like I said, remember when you play a team that you're like rivals with or whatever, and you're supposed to beat them. It yeah. it is when you don't. It's it's worse than even when they're good like if yeah. they're good it, it could be like a tough game and you could just lose Ohio State Michigan yeah but when they're bad like you should beat them so like even beating them is like not that satisfying I guess 
No. Like when, no, like when, like last year when we beat United towards the end of the year, I mean, in the table and everything else, like with all the injuries, we should not have beat them. Dude, that was like, I was ecstatic. But when we tied them, when uh, the year we won the Premier League, that was like, I was so, I was like depressed the rest of the day. I was like, fucking, they suck and we should have beat them. So it's a completely yeah. different feelings. Yeah, no, totally get it. I, I like when they're good, though. I, I think they have a lot of talent. I hope that they get kind of consistent. I mean, that was the theme last year, right? Yeah. I th- Every time we talk about a team, we were like, consistency, consistency, I think, consistency. I think Rafa will bring consistency. I think he's a winner. Like, yeah. he just knows how to yeah, win games. For sure. It's also so interesting. Like, certain stats matter with certain games. Certain stats don't matter. They were out-possessed, like, two to two to one. Yeah. Like, it was nuts. It was, like, 66%. Brighton had a lot of, like, meaningless possession. Sad. I'm yeah. sad for Brighton, though, just on that note. For sure. And I, a good game to watch because I do think Graham... We both think Graham Potter is, like, a really good manager yes. as well. And Rafa is, off, obviously, uh, a really good manager also. Um, moving on, two more teams. And, and the longer we do this podcast, I feel like we get a little place in our heart for almost every team that's going to be in the Premier League, essentially. Um, except, but except for... Newcastle... Couple. Huh? Except for a couple. <laughs> What's up? Fuck. Yeah, fuck Burnley. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Newcastle 2, Southampton 2. A tie that looked like it was a surefire win for Newcastle. Like, absolutely. Um, started off with a goal by Callum Wilson in the 55th minute. Was then um, responded to by a goal from... I always fuck his last name up. Muhammad... Elanusi? I have no I have name? no clue how to say his last name. Love that. <laughs> we're, this is why we're the professionals, podcasters. Here we go. Um, but all that matters is in the 90th minute, the Gucci bandana bandit, Alan St. Maximin, thought he had the game fucking wrapped up for Newcastle, slotting one home, going up 2-1. The announcers solidified it. They talked about how this was the game over. This was a huge win for uh, Steve Bruce, and then next thing you know, the awful defense that Newcastle has gives up a penalty um, in the 90th minute, plus three, uh, and James Ward-Prowse ties it up for the Saints to give them a point in the game. One thing I'll say, Southampton should have just won this game straight up. Mm-hmm. It, like For the whole, the whole game of how they played, Southampton played better. But Newcastle was given the opportunity to literally get a win that they probably didn't deserve whatsoever. Outside of, like, I think Alan St. Maximin is good again. He, he's also, consistency is big for him, but I think he was good again. Um, but they their defense is trash. Dude, Jamal LaSalle's is trash. Big trash. Yeah, he's been... Big trash. Didn't even touch the ball. Yeah, in the really bad. Don't know why you would even attempt to tackle him there. It's tough too. He's the he's the cappy. He's the skipper. Oh yeah, he. I mean, dude, there's not really much to say about this. This was like two not very good teams, I think, and yeah. somehow Newcastle did what Newcastle does and stayed in the game and was going to scratch out a win, and then, I mean, self sabotage. Jamal Lasell is just. I, I mean. I, I don't know. It was a really bad. It was really fucking bad. The second worst thing I saw done in a box this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll get to that too. But um, yeah, just awful game. 
they're not very good. I, I want after when we're done with this, I want to like pose our favorite question is like who is actually the worst team in the league right now? Because um, I actually believe they're kind of in the running. Who Newcastle? To be honest, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure they're in the running every year, dude. Yeah. But they just they're, but, they're like one of those teams that like kind of like Burnley. Honestly, like we don't like Burnley and they're boring and Newcastle are pretty boring too, to be honest. But like they always just stay up. And it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know how. And there's always just three teams that are worse than them. Three or four teams that are worse than them. But, like, Newcastle's not good. I mean, Mm-mm. terrible. Confirm not good. But they got some entertaining players. I think that's kind of why we like to watch them as well. Um, I love that Joe Linton had, like, kind of an assist this week as well. Uh, he's a name that I feel like I don't hear anything about really anymore either. Um, but just <laughs> an absolute, like... As the Brits say, a shambolic performance. Um, Norwich one, Leicester two, Jamie Vardy in the eighth. Timo Pukki responds with a pen in the forty fourth, um, and then our good friend Mark Albrighton with the clincher in the seventy sixth minute, assisted by Vardy. Uh, New- Newcastle, not Newcastle. Whew. Leicester had to respond from just absolutely getting thrashed uh, the week before by West Ham 4-1 and the Canaries were literally just looking for their first goal um again Canaries held tough Leicester's a better team Jamie Vardy's still really good yeah uh for how for how old he is and like how much shit people give him for like this is going to be the year he's not not going to be good because of the age Mm -hmm. I mean he's still fucking Mm -hmm. nasty all the time um also, thing you can say, Norwich are in 19th. Mm-hmm. They actually competed in a, in a soccer game. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I get the Arsenal people who are like, we're better than Norwich. Like, we're, we're better than them. I mean... Are you, though? They scored get, a goal. You, get you to, haven't? Yeah, but you get to see, because that's who they play next week, or after the international break, they play Norwich. Dude, I don't... Yeah. I mean, when you're going real bad like that, um, Arsenal haven't competed in one game. At least Norwich like put up a fight in this one, and Leicester's yeah. way better than Arsenal is. Do you think Leicester's as good as they were last year, though? I don't know. I mean, they got that um, DACA guy who's pretty good. They didn't really lose anybody. Soyun Chu is like, I thought he was like a really good defender. He's fucking up a lot. I'm so glad we did not sign him. Yeah, you guys were about to. I remember. Um, I think they're probably about the same. I think they're going to finish in in top six for sure. One other thing that I, we were just talking about Vardy, like being old and still performing as well. Soccer player wise, athleticism wise, Jamie Vardy's thirty four. Oh, he's right? soccer old, not real life. No, old. no, 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 no. You're not, that's not what I'm about oh, to ask. Okay, he's thirty four. Ronaldo's thirty six. Uh-huh. Right. Ronaldo's a better soccer player and a better athlete than Jamie Vardy, right? Yeah. And Jamie Vardy has success in this league. I mean, yeah, sure. But he's also been in this league for, like... I mean, he, like... He's been molded by the league. That's why he's such he a was dick. Born in the, he, 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 he's born in the darkness? Yeah. <laughs> you adopted... He, Ronaldo's adopted the Premier League. Jamie Vardy Ronaldo, was Ronaldo's coming back to adopt the darkness, yeah. and, and Jamie was born in the darkness? Dude, he... I mean... I love Jamie sure. Vardy. He... 
he trolls I love everybody Jamie too tr- i don't like ronaldo but i i'm i am afraid and i'm i'm a person who doesn't think ronaldo that's that great of a signing and we'll talk about that dude in a second, ronaldo's but... not playing for them he's coaching Get you think you think here. he's gonna take orders from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? <laughs> Are you out of your That's mind? His guy. No chance. They, they both have the face of a of a well plasticed up like thirteen year old. Dude, yeah. no shot. Um, no, I, I think he'll. I think Ronaldo will probably. I would love to see, and we got to get when Dylan's back on the pod. Like we got to dive into this. I wonder what the over under goal, like collection, will be for him. I'd take the over. He'll score. Dude, hold on. Ready. Ronaldo got texts from Sir Alex Ferguson to not go to City, to come to United. Do you know how many texts yeah. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has gotten from Sir Alex Ferguson? Zero. I'll answer it for you. N- you literally don't know none. None. 100% zero. <laughs> you don't know so that. The only text that Ole might have gotten from Sir Alex Ferguson is, hey, you're not the coach anymore. Just so you know. Ronaldo's <laughs> you the coach. think about adjusting the, the, the back four this way? I mean, we'll get to it during the United game, but. It's when Vardy has success like this, like, and I know their games are a little bit different because Vardy's definitely faster than Ronaldo is right now. Obviously, Ronaldo's been more of a poacher than anything. I I would, dude, I'd be willing to bet. I mean, Vardy. I think we should call him up and ask him to race. I'd be willing to bet. They'd be down. They should do that. You should. Every sport should do that every year and have like a combine preseason combine. Absolutely. Do you know how much money? that tv you know can make someone would get injured and then it would all yeah be it would over be over. And i think that's why they don't do it but like like a goalie incredible. like a goalie punning contest um yes sprinting well, we already know who would win that um like uh upper nine like four corners or something like that who's the fastest person in the premier league the fastest person yeah Man, I don't know. We should do an article about it. <laughs> we should try to figure out the... F- check, check out the website. Check out the website. Um, I don't know. I, um, I feel like... It, I'm not going to say it would be Sadio Mane, but I think it would be somebody like who who isn't super technical, but is just a fucking athlete. Like, not with the... Like, fastest with the ball at their I know, feet I know and you without the ball at their I know feet. you want to say it. I know you want to say what? it. I know you want to say it. Deep down, I know that you want to. Did say I want to say? I don't think Saudi Mane is the fastest person in the league. I no, I know it's not who I'm thinking. I oh, know I don't you know who you're thinking this. of. You're you used to be 100 percent blades. He used to be 100 <laughs> percent blades. <laughs> I know you want to say it. No, I do not, and I will not say it. And it depends if it's a 50 like a 50 yard sprint. Probably not. At 100 yards, Kyle Walker is the fastest person in this league. Not a chance. Yes, sir. No, yes, sir. literally, different. no shot. Him and a, him and Traore would be a sick race. Oh, it's Traore. Pound for pound, it's Traore, probably. Which, which I know we're gonna get to this. We're like jumping into this Wolves uh, United game way too quickly, but like the move he put on to almost score. I know I feel bad that Dylan's not here, and I keep saying the Wolves almost score, but like the move he put on to just blast through there, I was like, damn, he'd look real good in a Spurs jersey. Ugh. Him and Son fucking tough well, he's anyway not going there now, um, so yeah west ham two palace two uh pablo fornals opens up the scoring in the 39th connor gallagher gets his first goal for crystal palace in the 58th with an assist by christian benteke another name i feel like i have not said in forever big chris um, and then our favorite non 
favorite team player in the entire world right now, Mikhail Antonio, 68th minute goal to put the Hammers up 2-1. Literally two minutes later, Gallagher gets a second one, ties it 2-2. Um, again, some of the statistics will show that it was more of a Palace like leading game, but this comes down to it too. We know how good West Ham can be, yeah. and we know how good their players are. They should be winning this game. Yes. At home against Crystal Palace. At home. Absolutely. They should win. Um, also, have you heard the name Manuel Lanzini in a while? Because he came on in the 79th for West Ham. No, do you remember when he was like the hottest FIFA the, commodity yeah. in the world? Yep. Yep. That's how we, I feel like that's how we gauge a lot of our value is like X Wonder Kid FIFA like ratings. Like, yeah. Who did so FIFA have? Who was master bucks always picking up in his fucking youtube seasons like that's where we hold a lot of value actually yikes um haven't haven't said that name in a long time j bucks the bucks shout out to him (laughs) hope you're still going strong i'm sure he does not listen to this podcast um but a good game though I i watched the highlights afterwards um palace's kits are sick michael antonio's an absolute like mammoth of a human yeah i love him um but west ham west ham should have won this one yeah really um which is again where i think we have to like we have to keep ourselves reserved in our praise of certain teams and like mm-hmm. city are mm-hmm. obviously really good i don't want to jinx it city are obviously really good chelsea are obviously really good liverpool united's gonna win a ton of games um leicester's consistently been good we get to like the West Ham Villa where like, you know, we think they could be really good, but they're still going to do shit like this. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I know the game that you want to talk about. Maybe you want to vent a little bit about, I have my own opinion. I don't want to vent. I'm pretty happy. Liverpool. I can't understand how that could be the case. Liverpool won. Chelsea won. Kai Havertz scores the first goal in the 22nd minute on a really nifty, great goal uh, header. Was it off of a corner or a free kick? Uh, corner. Remember. Corner? Corner. Corner. Um, pops it straight in the air. Puts it past uh, Allison. Reese James then in the 45th minute and extra time. I think it was like plus three. With a red card in the box. A thousand percent a foul. Or, uh, it wasn't a foul. A thousand percent used his arm. A thousand percent swiped at the ball. A thousand percent was trying to scoop it out of there. Definitely deserved the red card in my opinion. And then Mohamed Salah puts it away two minutes later um, with the penalty off of that. With Chelsea down a man, the game ends 1-1. And Liverpool dominates possession, dominates shots, but can't get one past uh, the back 12 of Chelsea. Dude, um, first of all, first time I went, uh, I live in the Atlanta area. I went to the bar, um, the Atlanta uh, LFC Atlanta bar to watch the game also yeah. happens to be the Chelsea bar. Didn't know that. It's like, cause there, it's a Chris, it used to be a crystal palace, Liverpool. It's mainly Liverpool, but they have like a crystal palace section. And then somebody else, I can't, maybe it was Everton actually. And I hadn't been there in like a year and a half. Cause obviously COVID and everything. So I go back and it's like Atlanta blues on one side. And then the whole rest of the bar is like LFC. And there's like a fuck ton of Liverpool people there. Um, I was standing next to, like, a couple Chelsea guys, like, trying to find, you know, a spot to stand and watch the game. And they didn't have a, an Atlanta cop there? 
an Atlanta cop. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Come on. I was thinking of police officer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, no, no, no. They, I didn't say pig. They had, uh, true. They had sections, but, like, I mean, dude, I got there, like, 45 minutes before the game. It was packed. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and I've been there before, and, like, it usually gets pretty busy, like, 15 minutes before, but I didn't, I Can guess. Can I be honest? It's the South. During COVID, you were the only one not yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very, <laughs> like, very they true. They didn't shut down, bro. You shut down. Yeah, I don't think they ever stopped actually hosting games there. No. Um, anyway. Absolutely not. When, when, when Kai Havertz goal went in, great goal. Um, I think he completely meant to do that, too. But a lot of people said he was trying to cross it. I think he meant to shoot it. Um, I think he's good. I think, he, I think a lot of those guys on that team are going to play out good. Yeah. Um, those two guys went absolutely nuts. We're like, you know, fucking Chelsea, we're the fucking best. You know, all this shit, right? And I was kind of like, oh, man, I feel bad. Uh, and then Re- the, Re- the Reese James thing happened, and they're sitting there, and they're like, fuck yeah, Reese James, oh, he's a hero, he's our hero, he's our hero, you know? And, and the one guy, I heard him whisper to me, he's like, I think he handballed that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see the ref go and he goes to the monitor and he goes, we're going to get fucked here. And they only thought they were just going to, you know, handball penalty, whatever. And mm-hmm. he took, I mean, we, we saw the ref took a second to look at the screen. No time. Yeah. No time. And gave him an immediate red card. And those two guys were like, oh, we are so fucked. And it was just, a, <laughs> it was complete. Car- like instant karma of just like basically clapping in my face that Reese James is a hero to getting sent off with a red Salah gets the penalty whatever but to this is I guess my controversial takeaway probably I think that was maybe the worst thing that could have happened to us apart from just like getting thrashed in that game because we were actually getting a, a fair amount of chances that whole time um you know, through the first half, I mean, Van Dyke and I think Matip played like shit, but Van Dyke and Matip were doing pretty good with Lukaku. Like he wasn't really getting on the ball that much. And I thought mm. when they scored the goal, you know, it was just like a mental lapse and they had a really good goal, but I thought we were going to score anyway. You know, I thought we were at least going to get one during that period of time. And once that red card happened, I mean, and it was smart for Tuchel. It was just 10 guys behind the ball. I mean, it, well, you got it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. But I think that at this point in the year, like that creativity and flow and stuff is just not really there um, to consistently break down that defense. Uh, I think they're really good defensively, and I think Mendy's a really good goalie. So I, once that once that happened, I I was like, we could win three one. We could also tie for sure. So. I, I understand your point. Mm-hmm. I don't think their personnel is that good defensively. I think Tuchel's a really good. Oh yeah, coach. I agree. I I do think Mendy's a really good keeper. Yes, like I I I do. Well, but you also I mean think about this though. Okay, they brought on and they had to do this because they lost a, a a defender in Reese James. They brought on Silva for Havertz. Okay, and they brought on Kovacic for Conte, and all Kovacic did was sit back and play defense. So they essentially brought on two yeah. defenders, and you know that was that was it. Like, and again, I don't at all fault them. They lost a guy. Like, I would do the same thing. But at that point, it's like you're playing 
against like Burnley down a goal, or even Burnley at a tie. Uh, but a better, a better. Yeah, ten like nine plus the goalie Chelsea is better than ten plus the goalie Burnley defensively. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think you do have to be a little. Yeah, I mean, I'm sad I we didn't win. Like, yeah, I I am a little worried about your your attacking line. Um, I talked really big about how I thought you guys were back these past couple weeks and how it's you know all guns a blazing for for Liverpool again. I now am a little concerned about how well that front line plays against better teams. See, I, I don't... Now I'm actually more concerned about, like, Thomas Tuchel might be one of the, like, might be better coach than both of our guys. I don't think that's true. Um, I also think that the first half we were getting a, a very good amount of, like, we were getting a lot of chances. I mean, if you have anybody on the end of Henderson's ball, that's a goal. I mean, it mm. fell to Jordan Henderson. Like, no offense. I love Jordan Henderson. He's not uh, one-timing yeah. a volley into the back of the net. Um, no. Salah had some chances. Uh, Firmino was Firmino had a chance and then had to come out like he was hurt or something. And when Jota came in, it turned around, too. I think he has to play until he proves that he's not going to score goals. And right now he's scoring a ton of goals. Um, I, I think the first half, we – I think our – and again, like – there's a bunch of people. I think we're stat guys. Like we like stats, and we think they're helpful when you know, in in small doses. But yeah. we had like our xG or whatever was like one and a half at halftime. Yeah. And I think they you know break it down into like because of penalty, because of open play, because of blah blah blah. And point seven was the penalty, but I mean we still had a higher one than Chelsea did. Like their goal kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. So I, I'm not super worried about the offense. I mean, I think it sucks that we didn't get the win. You you feel like you should when you go up a man, basically. But mm-hmm. I think given the circumstances and who we played, like it, it was a little like I could I could I could very easily see a scenario where that happened. So I just I, I like I wanted to come in on this and just be again ripping into they're not as good i'm dropping liverpool to fourth we can make our last edits tonight like this was ridiculous they should have scored a goal and it's like you know when you mature and you actually have to think about things a little bit longer than you do as soon as something's over and you've like come to more of a middle ground on things honestly probably why this podcast will also never be successful is like i feel like we never get that worked up about anything (laughs) but we should just start flying off the handle yeah, just totally, just like they're fucked. They're never gonna Liverpool's win. Getting they're gonna 15th. go Owen, whatever. Yeah, but like they, I, I, I still, I think I'm a little concerned if he keeps playing Firmino over Jota. I think Jota's way better. I think that has to happen at some point. I think he needs to be playing constantly. Um, I think if I think a big difference in this game also for you is if you had one out and back. I, I just, I don't know. I, I think that he's a midfield, like, defense, like difference maker of, like, it's just going to be Yeah, he's an, he's an engine. Be, yeah. Like, I think that hurt a ton. I'm sure um, Harvey Elliott at some point is going to be good, 
but I think he had a good game actually. Not, he did. I think he did, but like I I'm still not to the point. Kind of like you. I feel like when Foden first started playing for City, you're like, I mean, he looks decent, but when he has the ball against us, I'm not concerned about him. I'm concerned about Sterling. I'm concerned about Aguero. I'm concerned about the like I'm not concerned about Harvey Elliott. Yeah. Definitely I'll clip this out and like two years from now he'll lead the league in goals and I'll look like an idiot or something. But I mean, that'll be two years you know, from now. Yeah. But your strength is just that that defensive line is just I think one of the best, if not the best. And I think from there it trickles down worse and worse and worse. And I understand how crazy that sounds because Mo Salah has been good for how long now? Uh Firmino's been pretty consistent for how long now? And Sadio Mane has the ability to do something ridiculous every game, but he's so inconsistent sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I still I feel like that is your, your weak point at this point. Well, he, and here's the thing. Um, if we... I would feel better, obviously, if we won the game, 100%. Mm-hmm. But I think there was a, a much larger potential to feel awful and... I only really need to go off a half. Like, we, we had a half where Chelsea were at full strength trying to do what they wanted to do. And if Lukaku bullied Van Dyke, then I would feel terrible. I would feel like this season is basically, like, get top four and that's it. And he yeah. absolutely did not. I mean... Well, he, he also didn't have many chances. Because when you go down... that. But I'm saying in the first uh, half... I, I do... I, I yeah I agree uh, yeah that's a whole half a game you're right like there was they they did not do a good job of getting them the ball but I think that's also credit to like the the game plan you guys had and I think it's a, I th- and I think that's I think it's a detriment of how Tuchel plays too they're not he does not play offensive like offensively yeah and that's why and he I think needed that, Lukaku that will be that will be maybe also where we have maybe Achilles heel because you and I have gone back and forth on the pod, off the pod. I think Ruben Diaz is really, really good. Probably the second best center defender in the league. But I do think there's an X factor with Van Dyke where it's like he can literally take your top guy and shut you down. And he has the body to, to like do that. The one other thing I wanted to say, because I know we're talking about this game for a while. You are closer to, to this team than I obviously am. And you know the players much better than I obviously do. I am going off of, and we talk about this a lot, I'm going off of my own fear of when City plays Liverpool, when someone has the ball, am I afraid they can score or not? My fear of Ox is much bigger than my fear of Thiago. And if you can't get into the boxes consistently and you need to start trying to score different ways, a shot from outside the 18 by Ox is much more dangerous to me than anyone else. And I don't know, is he not still 100% fit? No. He's not. So he, he he played the preseason, um, and I think they're still being careful because I mean they're being careful with like everybody who's injured because with how Klopp trains and stuff like hamstrings are like really bad and that's what Firmino had like they're waiting for a scan for his hamstring like that's what he hurt, um, but I I don't disagree I think they're two completely different players though. Yeah. Well, but but I meant in that moment. Oh, I would have rather yes. wanted oxen. I don't. I like, don't. I disagree. would have rather t- like shoot your 110 mile per hour ball from like the 20th yard marker and see if it gets past Mendy. Like I think that's a sometimes a better option when teams are playing that many in the back. Also, a player that like 
I hate that he's on Liverpool because I actually really like him a lot. I don't think you have any City players like that, mm-hmm. but I have a couple on Liverpool that I like really like and I hate that they're on Liverpool. All right. Let's move on to Sunday. Burnley won, Leeds won. We can do this one pretty quickly. Um, the team that we all love so much, Chris uh, Burnley, goes up 1-0 by Chris Wood, 61st minute. Um, and then Patrick Bamford opened up the book in the 86 for Leeds. 1-1. Um, very even game. Even statistically-wise, very even game. You don't expect Leeds to, like... I think we expect Leeds to win this game, but to be totally honest, these teams are probably much closer skill-wise on paper than we even realize. So also pretty uh, Bur- at Turf Morton. Yeah, Burnley's goal was I, I think there were like four crosses, and then the fourth one finally like fell yeah. to Chris Wood. It like deflected off Chris Wood's like yeah. pinky uh, uh, spike on the bottom of his foot. Yeah, and it, just, like, it was went right. It was basically the like Burnley just forced the ball into the net, which is just what they do anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think. Leeds had like some kind of nice build-up play for a while, just couldn't really score, and then Bamford got one to you know give them the draw. I think that's honestly a good result for them. For Leeds, yeah. I mean, given the circumstances, like you can always say before the game, you know, Burnley's not very good offensively. You're not a very good defensive team though, so they'll probably score. So you got to outscore them. But going obviously into like the 80th minute down a goal, if you can get a point, that's great. Instead of losing, yeah, zero or not getting good point. any. Good point. Um, Tottenham won, Watford nil. Top of the table, Tottenham. Uh, get a goal in the 42nd minute by Young Min Son. Again, a, a guy who absolutely fucking torches City. But I couldn't help but like kind of smile when he scored this goal against Watford and he did his goofy little celebration on the side. He's a with fool. Deli. <laughs> he is. He's like, I think he's kind of like a lovable cheese dick. Yeah. Um, but. 1-0, Tottenham, three straight wins, nine straight points, three straight 1-0 wins, top of the table for our good friend Dylan's old coach, Nuno Espirito Santo. Um, I, I think, we, we think Tottenham's decent, I don't think they're top of the table. No, so. they haven't really played, uh, I mean, aside from you guys the very first week, and, you know, like, I guess the first week anything can happen, um, they haven't really played anybody that super good like consistently like that completely com- like we combat their style pretty well in the past um i think chelsea do as well because uh, they also kind of sit back and they just have better players um i dude jose made me hate spurs so much like the documentary made me hate them and then i just don't like <laughs> him but i like nuno and i like son um mm-hmm. So I, I might I might dial back my my Spurs hate your hatred yeah because like I don't think it's I don't um, think it's worth it's like you hated the team it's be- not warranted yeah you hated a team because of the people that were on it and then those people are gone but you like just grew, like you just kind of like grew up hating them so much and now there's new guys and they don't really deserve that hate so I guess I'm kind of there the Jordan Bulls I hated the Jordan Bulls there's not a bull on that team that was on that team anymore I, I should not hate the Bulls anymore yeah fuck. Fuck Jordan. That's my example. I will give you examples every time you say something like this. Um, all right. The game that we apparently just couldn't help but talk about through, like, almost every game. But Man United won. Wolves nil. Um, a game that Wolves should have won. Like, Absolutely. Based on how they played, based on how, how statistics were, 
based on everything. Um, lose to United in the Tucker Family Derby um, on a Mason Greenwood 80th minute goal assisted by Raquel Varane. Who looked terrible. Um, yeah. Okay. So, this is what I'll say. Okay. Go ahead. Fred. <laughs> Bad. Fred. Signed by Man United. Had rumors about City signing him way before he ended up signing with Man United. Ends up with United. Um, we dodged a fucking bullet there. Bad. I'll go out on a limb and say Harry Maguire. Ton of rumors about him coming to City uh, before he ends up signing with United. And I'll say, dodged a bullet on that one too because I'll take Ruben Diaz 11 times out of 10 over Harry Maguire. Yes. Ronaldo. Rumors about him going to City. He ends up at United. I do kind of think we dodged a bullet on this one too even though i just said before he's gonna score a ton of goals i don't think we needed him i don't think united needs him either i think it was a nostalgia pick i'll say this smooth brains in the world are gonna think that i'm saying this because city lost out on him that's a smooth brain that's a dummy no wrinkles in the brain i'm saying this no wrinkles no no wrinkles in the brain. Smooth brains will say this. They're like, you're just mad you didn't get him at City. I think he'll score a bunch of goals against Norwich. I think he'll score a bunch of goals against uh, Brighton, maybe. Who knows? Brighton's defense is pretty good. I don't think he scores over under four goals against top six teams. And let's take out Arsenal and let's put Leicester in there. Top six teams, I think he scores four. And I think two of them come against Tottenham, and one comes against Leicester, and he gets one other one from who knows what. I'll top ta- five I will take the over. You'll take the over? Yeah. I don't think so. He's one of the greatest players ever. He's going to score goals. I, a thousand percent. He's going he's gonna to take free he kicks. He's going to get headers. He's going to get in the box. He will score more than four goals against big teams. I don't think so. There's no name the team name the team in the Premier League that you can compare to Granada. Name the team in the Premier League that you can compare to. Dude, I I uh, I agree with you. Levante. I agree, but name he also scored against in the Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, to Sevilla, Genoa. He he scored against all the teams in in La Liga. Yeah, he was six years younger. He's, dude, he scored against all the teams in Serie A, too. Last, literally last year. He scored a lot of goals against Spezia, against Cagliari. Spezia Empoli. wasn't there last year, so he definitely didn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> Relax. Um, uh, there's, there is a... He will not play every game. One. He'll, he'll, you think he's going to play every game? No, I don't think he'll play every game. He'll... He's definitely going to play striker. He has to center forward. That's the only place he can play. I think. I mean, he played the wing too, but I mean, he's going to play center forward. Uh, he's going to score goals. He's going to get headers. He's going to. I mean, how many goals do you think he's going to score in the year? Well, I said earlier, I think he'll score a lot. I think he'll. I think he will get hat tricks a plenty against Norwich. 
against. I, I think whomever. I think Dylan and and I won't take Dylan's point here, but I think I partially agree with you, in a sense, because I think this took away from potentially what United needed, and instead they just got Ronaldo, which I don't think is well, bad. Yeah, his brother mentioned the CDM is what they needed. Yes, um, their midfield is still terrible. Um, yes, and one of the worst. like I said. Actually, no, it's not. They have no defensive center mid. They have two pretty good offensive center mids. Yeah, but but I'm saying like the the cohesion of their midfield is not very good. They yeah. basically have yeah. five attacking players and like two defensive yep. guys. Rafael Varane, yeah. I mean, I don't know what he's been doing. He looked terrible against Wolves. Juan Basaka did not look good. Um, did Luke? Did Luke Shaw? Was he the left back? I'm pretty sure, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, he was. He was left back Luke Shaw. He was okay. He's the worst of the four normally. Yeah, too, he didn't look too bad, but they also didn't really attack him on that side because they attacked with Triore and he was on uh, Juan Basaka's and Varane's side. And De Gea, I mean, I, I'm I'm out on De Gea. I think uh, I've been out on De Gea for over a year. Yeah, I don't understand why uh, our our good buddy doesn't play above him. He's not even on the bench either. You know who is on the bench though? Donny Van de Beek. Still, yeah. still can't get that Let's playing that time. Back up. Still can't get that. How's Donny Van Not getting any PT. That's pretty, um, I mean, I don't know. This is, the thing I'll say, though, to kind of, again, agree with you, is I think this is a nostalgic pick. I think this hurts them more than it helps them, especially long-term, because I, I guess there's value in, like, training with Ronaldo and, and all that shit, but, like, Mason Greenwood was, was going to get a ton of time, and now he's... Now he's not. Probably not. Um, I mean, Cavani's probably leaving. Martial, I think they would love to get rid of. So that's that's where maybe a, a little bit of a ridgy brain United fan would say. The time that Cavani would have taken up and had, now we're just upgrading it with Ronaldo, which is it is an upgrade. Oh, 100%. I like Cavani, but it is an upgrade. Um, and I can understand that argument, but... I do think nostalgia pick. I do think why spend this money on him when you could go get like a, a, a good CDM in like the French league or the German league or in your own fucking league and and up, upgrade that way. Like, I don't know. I've already been told by a couple of United fans that are my friends that I'm an idiot, but I well, time will tell. This move makes no sense if they don't win the league. I mean, yeah. I also think that... But, but the top four teams, you can say that about it, all of them. If the top four teams don't win the league, the the uh, center back for you guys was not worth it then. The I mean, he'll be good, though. He's young. Like, Grealish wasn't worth it. I, I think we have a, the... An attacker wasn't worth it. I think we have the... the again, I think our, our goal should be to win the league, obviously, but I think we have the most... The, like the most room for an excuse because we didn't make a ton of signings. You have the least amount of expectations, I think, out of all. Of well, just because we didn't sign a bunch of people. Like, che- yeah. like in my brain, Chelsea, like you guys already have a ton of people and you got Grealish, so I guess that was kind of like the, the amount. No excuse. Yeah, the amount that you already had plus Grealish. And then Chelsea got a ton of guys and they just got Saul today from Atletico. Um, they just got a ton of guys. And then this is like United... You know they Sancho, Varane, 
Ronaldo. Ronaldo, now. yeah. Like, yeah. they also got a ton of guys. So, I get, yeah, like, I, I think, and it's Ronaldo. You know, he does not go in there to fucking yeah. finish third. No. Obviously. But, again. He could have done that with I think Juventus. I think their problem is going to be defense, because Ronaldo can't play defense for you. And, like we said at the beginning, Wolves should have absolutely won this game. You need to get Triore. You need to get him into, like, those FIFA style like drills and just have him like boost his shooting. Oh, to like I think eighty. Yeah. Speaking of FIFA though, I like what their coach did. Oh yeah. They, the 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 counter attacks that they had were great. They looked good. They should have scored two, if not three, of yeah. them. Like he literally I, blew I feel by bad people. For Dylan, by the way. Yeah, I feel bad for Dylan, and I feel bad that he's not on here to like talk about this, but like. He's absolutely right. They are the best zero win. Have they scored a goal yet? No. No, right? Zero win, zero goal team in the Premier League. They're they're way better than Arsenal. They're way better than Arsenal, Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley, Norwich. Leeds, yep. Palace, and Southampton. And Watford. Yep. I mean, Watford have a win, though, so. They're better than all those teams. Yeah, I feel like they're... So they, they just got to finish. The, what are we at now, Dylan? What did we say last last week? It was 42 total shots, no goals so far. You had 15 of that, 57 total shots. No goals. <laughs> no goals. Also, he, um, he mentioned uh, zero, zero, Wolves are 0-3. 0-0-3, no goals, uh, three goals given up, 0-1 every time. Spurs, 3-0, three goals scored, none given up. <laughs> yep. Nuno brings his 1-0. One, one it does, does kind of show that... Maybe Nuno just need a couple of better players and would have figured it out. What, but um, you think Nuno's gonna go? Uh, how many? Uh, 19, 30, 38 goals, 38 no, goals none and none given. No, no. <laughs> that'd be crazy. No, dude. No, that'd be nuts. Um, yeah, I mean, also I have to talk with Dylan. He was really down on his keeper last week as well, and I I think that guy's pretty good. And I I think I talked. Some, some blasphemy about him in the first week because I know that they uh, got rid of Rui, but uh, Jose Saz I think played very well. I think he, he did get a 5.5 fat mob rating, but yeah, he I was the reason that, I agree with that. Mace, like he should have stopped Mason Greenwood's goal. Yeah, but like I mean, he he had team is scoring has that many shots. Like you should be able to give up a goal. You're obviously like giving some up you know yeah i mean he did have a great game last week last week was incredible maybe i shot from the hip a little there and i missed who knows but shout out to wolves they're gonna figure it out they gotta turn it around i can't have i can't have my good friend dylan be be this down all the time man (laughs) one mils are tough one mils are tough dude um all right that's the week let's get into our predictions for the Two weeks from now, we got our international break coming up. As things stand, my current record in our predictions is 18 and 12. Michael, your current record in our predictions will come to me as soon as my Brooklyn internet lets me. 14, 14 and 16. And 16, and Dylan is also sitting, no, he's at 13 and 17. So, I'm still leading the clubhouse here, and Dylan will be submitting his picks for our next pod, but Michael and I have ours in. Michael, go ahead and lead us off first game of the week here. Um, 
Nuno heads to Crystal Palace. Um, this is easy. I think Spurs win again. Absolutely. I think maybe a 2 0 win. I'm going to get a little frisky. Two, they're going to score two goals. Wow. Two goals, 2 0 win, Spurs over Palace. Arsenal bring in Norwich in the battle. I think it's actually Norwich, and I keep calling them Norwich. Norwich. Um, yeah. Battle in the too. basement. Uh, no goal scored by either team. Does this deadlock break? Does anyone get to come away with three points? Uh, yes, I think Arsenal beat them like 2 0. I got Arsenal 1 0, and I think because it's 1 0, it's the last day for our good friend Mikel Arteta. Brentford and Brighton, two teams that own our hearts, own our brains. We love them both. The Battle of the Bees, literally and figuratively because Brentford are the Bees. I got Brighton, though, the Gauls coming away with this win, getting back on track, losing last week, winning in two weeks' time. Um, and I'm going to say 2-1 Brighton. I think they bounce back as well, get a win. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 3-1. I'm going to say they go. They, they couldn't manage a goal this week. They get a little more offense-heavy, give up a goal, but they score three. I think that this game, if I was a sucker and I bet ties, I think this game has tie written all over it. But, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a sucker. I don't bet ties. Um, Leicester host my mob, the Citizens, Man City, a game I always hate to watch, a game that always – Gets me on the edge of my seat, but it was actually the best game we played all of last year. Um, I think City pull away with it, but I do think it's 2-0. I, and Vardy almost scores. I think you guys smash Leicester. Really? Yeah, I think you smash them. I think it's an easy win for you. You don't have to worry about it. Don't even don't even freaking watch, man. Like, just, it's going to be an easy win, you know? Yeah, no shot. I definitely will be <laughs> freaking out the entire time. Um, other side of Manchester, they get the home game. I don't know if you noticed this. You probably never looked this up. I get in a little bit of a wormhole. It seems, and again, this is American talking about the Premier League. It looks like in cities like Liverpool and in Manchester, you can't have both teams be home during the same week. They like literally set the schedule up that way. So like Everton can't be home one week. And so like Liverpool can't either. It's, it's interesting. You should... Start keeping track. I don't think it ever happens out. Even if it's a Saturday and a Sunday, I've never seen it happen. Anyway, um, United hosts Newcastle. I think United go 3-1. I, I think Newcastle might be the worst team in the league. Um. Yeah, I have Man United winning. Do you think Ronaldo plays? No. I don't think he's going to end up playing until West Ham, week five. Okay. He still has to do his physical and shit, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think he's pissed that he has to wear? Well, wait, Juventus was Adidas too, right? Jerseys. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say. Think he's CR seven. Think he's CR seven still a, a Nike, a Nike boy. Right. Checks over stripes too, by the way. Yeah. All day. Always. But Messi over Ronaldo. Yeah. Still in my head, in my heart. Um, Southampton hosts the Hammers. I need the Hammers to get back on track. I think Southampton is a perfect team to do it, even though it's on the road. I'm gonna go two nil with both goals coming off the foot, the chest, the thigh, the head of Mikael Antonio. Um, I have West Ham as well. Are we going to have the same games? I'm pretty sure we will. That seems pretty boring. Yeah, it happens, though. It happens. <laughs> no chance so West Ham loses to Southampton, though. N no chance. No chance. Um, Wolves-Watford, 
this is when Wolves break out 6-0 over <laughs> Watford. 6-0 <laughs> over Watford. They break they break the streak. They go to a plus three goal differential. Zoom up the table. Three points for the Wolves. Dylan needs it. I need him to come back from Vegas or wherever the fuck he is. I think he's in LA, actually. Um, rejuvenated, rested, and three points in the bag. Uh, I think they definitely win. I don't, however, think they're going to be plus goal difference. <laughs> I think they'll still be. Much- you got to you got to go off the cuff. You got to go crazy. Yeah. Or people won't watch this. Um, yeah, they're going to be like minus one goal difference. They'll win like. You want to know how Wolves got these goals? Two two nil or three to one, something like that. Perfect. All right, Chelsea, Villa. Oh, we're not going to have the same. Damn, I was about to flip it if you didn't, so I guess you did. I got Chelsea 1-0. Oh, I didn't pick Aston Villa. I'll pick Villa then. I got Villa 1-0. I have a Chelsea-Aston Villa tie. <laughs> oh, nice. I'll pick Chelsea 1-0. Then. I'll keep it since you got the tie. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. Love to see it. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a good game. I think Chelsea's a better team. I think Villa isn't consistent yet with all the new guys in there, but they will. Um, if Villa scores, it's Instagram all day. Obviously, you know that. Or Buendia. I, mean, I got to ask. Leeds hosting Zipul. I got Liverpool, and I got them big. I got them 3-0. Um, defense is just too damn good. It doesn't matter who's coming at them. I know that Leeds big offensive team, but Liverpool shuts the door. I think Liverpool's going to lead the league in um, clean sheets this year. Um, it doesn't matter who comes at us unless it's Aston Villa and Ollie Watkins. Uh in that case, sure. we give up. Big facts. We give up seven goals. Um, I also have Liverpool. Big facts. Uh, and then we have uh, Everton and Burnley at the very end. Great, great, great build up there. Yeah, we do. But honestly, like appropriate build up for like how fun this game is going to be to watch because it's Burnley. I do like Everton's kits and their jerseys, which we'll talk about next week. Um, but it's Burnley. But yeah, Ever- Everton won. Burnley nil. But it's Burnley. Burnley. Can't Burnley's not very good. They're going to lose. Burnley sucks. Fuck Burnley. I agree. Go Rafa. I hope he does well. I hope Everton come back only to lose to us twice a year, but I hope they're just good enough that they're kind of like flirting with top six, but never beat us. So Everton wins. Big facts. Big facts. Um, Yeah. Everton over there. All right. That's in two weeks' time. Next week's pod, we're planning on going over some Champions League. We're planning on going over... uh, some uniforms uh check out our youtube channel um they have a good portion of these podcasts and it will be more of a visual podcast on that one because you will see the kits that we're talking about instead of having to listen through your ear holes and try and imagine these uniforms of which we're talking about so um we're gonna miss dylan we need him back it's it's not the same without the big three uh we're an nba team in this in this building, we need our three scores. What, what's that? The, what's so the dumb. basketball? The big three league or whatever? Yeah. You ever seen that? Uh, with Ice Cube? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three on three? Pretty exciting. You watch three on three in the Olympics? Fucking electric. Yeah. As Dylan would say. It's pretty good. Can't yeah. lie. I, um, no. My, my only chance to be an Olympian, though, I know is in curling. So I've been slowly training on that. I feel like you have. I, I feel like it's one of those things where you watch it and you're like, Oh, I feel like I could get good at this, but the dudes who are actually good are probably unbelievable. Like, you they're, don't they even are the, consider things. They're the local ice rink version of the guy that sits in the corner at the pool hall and looks like he doesn't know what he's doing on a pool table and then, like, 
wipes you down. Like, like you'd probably like slide down movement. and think you're going straight and then like let it go and it probably just like veers because you didn't do something correctly. And like mm, you I agree but I have the strongest ankles known to man. And I think that you have to have a lot of ankle strength to do this. Oh feet. ankles. I thought I said um, angles. No ankle. Okay. Ankle strength. Um and I'm actually really good at cornhole and it's cornhole on ice. Um, I'm also it's, an Arctic really based not. mammal. It is. It's. I'm. I'm also an Arctic based mammal. Um, and I think that I would thrive. I, I have no no background to prove this. I think we should do this and report back. Um, but I think I'd be probably the best curler I know. Do, sure. do you think you would score? I don't know how you even score points in curling. I don't watch that that often. Do you think you would score a point in curling? You ever played bocce? Yeah, it's closest to the middle. It's ice. It's ice. Boxing. Right, but I'm saying, do you think you would, do you think you would score a point in curling before you would hit a basket in an NBA game? No, I think you hit a basket. Yeah, before. yeah. I, I think it'd be pretty even. I think you hit I a think basket. If before, I could come easily. off, no, I think I could come off a double screen in basket or triple screen in <laughs> basketball, and if they keep doing that for me the whole game, I'd get a point in maybe the third quarter. Um, curling. I think I would definitely get a point. I don't think you would ever get a point in curling. I think I would absolutely get it in like probably the second or third set. No shot. Give me the hammer. That's the last curling. People don't know this. If you're not into curling, give me the hammer. I guarantee you. Not even close. I think I would get a point in curling before, and we have a baseball background. I think I would get a point in curling before I'd actually hit a fair ball off of like a 94 plus. No shot. Pitch. Yeah. No. You you don't know how much I've regressed in baseball, dude. Still, dude, it's too technical. Like there's too there it's too precise. I think the fact that you are not precise at all at this exact moment would mean that you would never score in curling. How do you know I'm not precise? Cuz you've never done curling. I am amazing at bocce and I it's am so different. astounding. <laughs> it's astounding. So different astounding at cornhole and i think those are two skill sets that directly tie that's like saying to... i can kick a ball in a net and then saying i would be a good water polo person because i've no, seen a ball go into a net i've seen an object go to the closest thing so i'm good at thing that puts object to closest thing the, the difference though is i am throwing the cornhole i'm throwing the bocce ball and with my hand, I am kind of throwing thing down You're the ice. sliding all it. Broke. Exact. But off of all my right, hands, this conversation I'm is dumb. This is a bad. This, this is a is bad conversation. Podcast, <laughs> this is a honest. bad conversation. Anyway, check us back next week for uh, a UCL breakdown and a kit breakdown. We'll be back in two weeks with um, the recap of that next week in the Premier League. As always, thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Instagram, on social media, on our YouTube channel, uh, on our website, uh, NAFTA Football on most of those Yes, things. make sure you put NAFTA on. Football because if you put NAFTA on YouTube, you will get some really boring political shit. Um, and we love politics. Yes. We love politics here, but you got to put the football we after. free trade. We love the free market. You got to put NAFTA Football. NAFTA. With two A's, N A F T A A. You should know that if you found this podcast because you're looking at it right now. All right, have a good week. Enjoy your new apartment. This is awesome. Thanks. Way, way to be half a human. Love to see it. <laughs>